Welcome to Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnout. I'm Maggie Supernova, your very own burnout prevention and recovery coach, and I'm here to help you make sense of stress and burnout in 2022. In this podcast, I'm retracing the steps of my own burnout recovery journey in order to help you with yours. When a massive star burns so hard and so brightly that it burns out, it goes supernova. Out of the chaos, a brand new star emerges. It's a rebirth, a reset, an opportunity to start over. That's exactly what my burnout was for me, and it can be like that for you too. So let's get started. Welcome to Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnout. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Your Supernova Moment. This week, we're diving into a very specific topic, a tool that I have used and that I really want to encourage you to explore and to use too as you go along your way on your burnout journey. I'm talking, of course, about planners. A planner, in this context, is kind of a journal slash calendar kind of thing. It doesn't have to look a specific way exactly. Everyone's going to have a planner that works for them, and it might look different to you than it does for me that's okay. Here's why using a planner can be really practically helpful when you're recovering from burnouts. When our little frazzled brains drag themselves out of the boiling pot of burnout, they have been pretty bashed about. There's brain fog, often anxiety or panic attacks. There's exhaustion and fatigue, general confusion. It is a mess. And what you really need is some very simple structure. I remember having this conversation really early on. I think it was in a therapy session or it might have been with the doctor. My memory is kind of fuzzy from that time. But I remember talking about this concept of achievement and reward, this really simple human brain hack. And it made so much sense to me, especially later on when I started to think about it in terms of burnouts. At the time, the aim was to bring some kind of structure to my day. My therapist It was my therapist, actually, because she had me writing down everything that I did each day. To begin with, I wrote down things like meals, yoga classes, therapy sessions, doctor's appointments. And then she pushed me to write more stuff, every single little achievement, which at the time I didn't really recognize as achievements. So I had to write down things like got out of bed, had a shower, made a pot of coffee, put some washing on, you know, really simple stuff. But at the time, all of that stuff was actually really hard to do. And all I wanted to do was lie on the couch and watch another Netflix series from start to finish. And I was still mostly doing that, to be honest, but I was keeping a more accurate account of the actual little things that I was doing through the day as well. And that helped me to realize that I actually was doing stuff. It made me look at my day differently. It made me feel more productive, even when 90% of the time I was falling asleep on the couch with the Witcher on in the background. The human brain is infinitely complex, but in some ways, it's also very simple. As human beings, we thrive off a pattern of achievement and reward. When this is balanced, we are balanced. So when we're achieving things and recognizing, being present for those things and celebrating those achievements with some kind of reward or recognition afterwards, that is when we're balanced and sort of running smoothly. But when that goes out of balance, that is when things go awry. This is how I look at it now in regards to burnouts. 
A lot of the time we hit burnout because of overachieving for a long time. When life is all achievement and no reward, no sitting in the moment, no recognition or external validation or internal validation either for that matter, then we are out of balance. When we're going from stress to stress to stress, never getting to enjoy the outcome of all of that stress, the result of it, because we're just moving on to the next stress, we're never completing the cycle. The stress cycle, the achievement and reward cycle, it's all in the same Venn diagram. When we're all about achieve, 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 those achievements ultimately lose their meaning and we end up disconnected, apathetic and burned out. Alternatively, when life is all reward and no achievement, we are just as out of balance. You know when you sit on the couch and binge something, like every three episodes, Netflix pops up and says, are you still watching? And you're like, of course I am Netflix, stop judging me. But you know, there is only so long that you can sit and watch stuff before it does start to just wash over you. It starts to lose its meaning. I mentioned The Witcher. That was one of the shows that I binged in like a day when I was in burnout recovery. My sister recently caught up on series one before she watched the second season, which I've not actually got around to yet. And she was talking to me about all of this stuff from season one. And I was just listening like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I honestly don't remember any of it. So I need to go back and watch it again so that the second season makes sense. I needed to do that with most things I watched back then and with most conversations I had. Thank goodness I wrote so much of it down in my journal because otherwise I would be useless at my job right now and not have very much to talk to you about. So anyway, the point is that if your reward is chilling on the couch watching Netflix, but that is all you do, then it stops having meaning as being a reward. It's just your default state. Same that if you're just achieving constantly it doesn't and it doesn't have that reward that moment of acknowledging the achievement celebrating it being present for it then again that just becomes your default state we can hack this system by acknowledging achievement and reward in its simplest forms and that is where using a planner comes in when you're in burnout recovery you're all fuzzed up you don't know what's going on a planner can first of all be really helpful to bring some simple structure into your days ahead of time So if you have appointments, yoga classes, coffee dates, coaching sessions, whatever, you can pop them in there. So already you can look ahead to your week, you know what you need to do and when. From there, it becomes more of a working record of activity. I kept my planner in hand constantly when I was in early recovery. I wrote down everything. I got out of bed, I wrote that achievement down in the planner. Made a healthy breakfast, it went in. Shower, write it down. Meditate for 10 minutes? Amazing. Get out of the house and walk to the shop? Wow, that is going in and it is being highlighted green because we're outdoors in the world. Every day I could see that I was doing stuff. And every time I recognized one of these achievements, I was able to bring in an element of reward. This worked on two levels. Sometimes it was an actual reward, like letting myself sit and watch an episode of something funny and uplifting after I'd managed to complete my morning routine. Or I'd buy myself a nice cup of tea and sit down with it if I managed to venture out for a walk. If I made it to a yoga class, I'd get home and lie down on the couch and listen to a podcast. Sometimes it didn't need to be an actual thing that I then got to do. Sometimes it was simply an opportunity to acknowledge and give myself a kind of pat on the back, well done for doing something. It was all a really sort of 
baby steps way of relearning how to human after completely falling apart. There's something about writing things down, writing them by hand, that makes them meaningful. This is an actual thing. Our brains perceive things differently when we write them by hand than they do when we type them out digitally. So you might think, well, I don't need to use a planner because I've got my iCal or my Trello board or whatever it is that you use. But that isn't what this is about. It's less about telling you where you need to be and when, and instead it's a tool to help you be where you are and to recognize that as it's happening. One of the things I did later on in my recovery, before I started coaching and whatnot, was I grabbed some planner pages and I mocked them up as a typical day in a week of my old life. It helped me to see really clearly how so much of it was about achievement, 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 and how the rewards that might have even been there were pushed aside. It also showed me how I didn't value any achievements apart from work. I didn't recognize doing things for myself as achievements at all. If you're starting out on your burnout recovery journey, try this notion of bringing achievement and reward into your day. Recognize each little thing that you do and give yourself whatever reward you need after it. Notice how your mind reacts when you do that. What thoughts pop into your head? If I let myself sit down after doing something simple, though draining at the time, my mind was always telling me I was lazy, I was hiding, I was pretending to be sick, I was doing something wrong. And to begin with, that just resulted in me sitting longer and ruminating and procrastinating and feeling horrible about myself. But when I started using this simple model, I gave myself a pep talk as soon as those thoughts popped up. I celebrated the thing that I'd done and I let myself enjoy the momentary reward of that celebration. And then I turned my attention to the next thing. And at the end of the week, I could look back and see all of it. I could actually see it coming back into balance. Those early days of recovery looked like got out of bed, had a shower, went to the shop, meditated, slept etc, etc. A few weeks later, there would be added things like met a friend for tea and cake, walked around the park, went to a yoga class, and it all grew from there. And at the end of every week, certainly at the end of every month, my planner would form the basis of reflection and journaling, where I was able to see, physically see how far I'd come, identify challenges, things that I was finding difficult and things that maybe I was avoiding dealing with. It became the blueprint for my own recovery, and I still look back at it now as a record of that journey. I used my planner religiously through the whole first year of my recovery. And when I say that, let me clarify. I didn't fill it in perfectly every day. I skipped days, I skipped weeks sometimes. I had bad weeks or bad months. I went out of balance and I brought myself back again many, many times in that first year of recovery. My planner from that year is not perfect, but that's why it is perfect. Now, I don't use it as much. I go through periods when I really rely on it, And when I haven't used it at all for a stretch, I actively bring myself back to it to make sure I haven't gone out of balance somewhere. But I don't need to record every little achievement and every little reward now. I give myself that recognition throughout the day when I do stuff. I pat myself on the back for a job well done and bask in the glow of a good moment. I break up my workday with walks and chores and cups of tea in the sunshine. It's habit now. I guess what I'm saying is you don't have to be a convert forever. 
You don't have to become a planner person if you don't want to. But if you're burned out, this could be a tool that could help you find your way back to balance. And remember, when you're burned out, you are really out of balance and bringing yourself back to the middle is not enough. You have to do all of those good things. Take the time to rest, to reset, to breathe, to allow yourself to be. Those are the achievements and the benefits they bring are the rewards. If you aren't so much right in the boiling pot and looking for a tool to help you piece yourself back together, a planner could still be a really useful thing for you. What I like to use mine for more often now is color coding and making sure that my to-do list is manageable. I highlight work in purple, self-care in pink, routine things like meals in yellow, outdoor time in nature in green, and creativity in blue. I can see what my week looks like on reflection and I can balance things out if I notice the colors are weighing too heavily one way or the other. I can also ensure that I don't have more than two or three actual substantial things on my to-do list. The things that have to be done that day. Because when you actually live a life that is balanced with space in your day for the things that you want to do as well as the things that you need to do, you realize that depending on what the thing is, you really do only have space in your day for two, three, maximum five things. And if it's five, then two of those things have to be super small and easy. However I'm using my planner, it's always something that's there to support me and allow me to recognize those achievements, to make space for rewards. And that is what I want you to think about this week. Have you ever thought about your day in this way? How much are you achieving and how much of those achievements are you recognizing? Are you making time and space for yourself? If you would like to have a go at using my planner pages, you can. There's a handy link in the show notes and also on the main podcast page on my website where you can sign up to my mailing list and receive a free download of my own planner pages. You can print them out. You can try them out for yourself. I'll also share the link in my Facebook group. So if you're not already a member of my Stressed Out to Supernova group, then head to Facebook and find us there. And if you are stuck in that boiling pot of burnout right now and you have no idea how to get out, let alone how to start using a planner to write down your achievements and figure out your rewards, then remember, you can hop on a Zoom call with me and chat anytime I have availability. Head to my website and book in for a free 30-minute call. Remember, if you like this podcast, then leave a review and a rating and share, share, share. Take a screenshot of you listening, share it on your social media and tag me at Maggie Supernova Coach. Every share helps to spread the word and brings new listeners and you never know who needs to hear this stuff right now and who it can help. Now, it says in my planner that I'm to go and have a mindful coffee break right now, so that's what I'm going to do. I hope this episode was helpful and inspiring and I will be back with you again next week for another episode of Your Supernova Moments, a podcast about burnout.